Hi. Uh, this is Black Wall Street Chronicles. I'm going to back at it again. Um, thank you for listening to my others. I'm going to fix the lighting. And this is running a little slow, so give me a second. This is Black Wall. Today I'm doing a special episode. I'm going to talk about uh, uh, the Dave Chappelle special. Compare um, the Dave Chappelle show special. And basically, the call out and use this is who was offended by the Dave Chappelle comedy special. But before we can follow me on my podcast episode, is on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, and all major podcast networks. You can also catch my podcast at the New York City Podcast, NewYorkCityPodcast.com. Uh, you can also follow me on my Twitch account, which is uh, JeffGamer55 Riot. You also can catch me on Instagram, BlackKage840. Alright, we'll get started. First, I will talk about the Dave Chappelle. We gotta talk about Dave Chappelle's career and how prolific a comedian Dave Chappelle is. Uh, that light is blind, and I gotta keep make sure I keep my eye down. Alright. All right, I'm going to read an article from wikipedia.com that's going to tell about Dave Chappelle's life and his career. David Carney Webster Chappelle was born on October 24, 1973. He is an American stand-up comedian, actor, and producer. He is the recipient of numerous accolades including five Emmy Awards, three Grammy Awards, as well as the Mark Twain Prize. He is known for his satirical comedy sketch series, Chappelle Show. The series co-written with Neil Brennan ran until Chappelle quit the show in the middle of production of the third season. After leaving the show, Chappelle returned to performing stand-up comedy across the U.S. by 2006. Chappelle was called the comic genius of America. By Esquire, and in 2013, The Best by a Billboard writer. In 2017, Rolling Stone ranked them number nine in their 50 best stand-up comics of all time. The genres of comedy that Dave Chappelle is a master at is observational comedy, surreal humor, sketch comedy, Black comedy, incel comedy, and satire. He likes to talk about American politics, 
African-American current pop culture, racism, race relations, recreational drug use, current events, and human sexuality. Chappelle has appeared in many several films, including Robin Hood, Men in Tights, The Nutty Professor, Con Air, You Got Mail, Blue Streak, Undercover Brother, Chirac, A Star is Born. His first lead role was in the 1998 comedy film Half Baked, where he co-wrote with Neil Brennan. Chappelle also starred in the ABC comedy series Buddies. In 2016, he signed a $20 million per release comedy special deal with Netflix and released six standard specials under the deal. Six, 20 million per release. So six times 20 is, he made a total $120 million. Okay. Chagall received his first Emmy Award in 2017 for his guest appearance on Saturday Night Live. In 2018, he received a Grammy Award for his Netflix-produced comedy album, The Age of Spin in the Deeper Heart of Texas. Economy, another Netflix special, features Chappelle, was nominated in 2018 for three Emmy and received the award for Outstanding Variety Special, pre-recorded. In 2019, Chappelle was selected to receive the Mark Twain Prize for American Human, which is presented by the Kennedy Center as America's highest comedy honor. In 2020, Sticks and Stones earned Chappelle's third consecutive Grammy Award for Best Comedy Honor. David Carvey Webster Chappelle was born on August 24, 1973, in Washington, D.C. His father, William David Chappelle III, was a professional vocal performance and the dean of students in Oxford College in Yellow Springs, Ohio. His young mother, Yves Siam, for Congolese Prime Minister Patrice Lumumba, and is a Unitarian Universalist minister has been a professor at university and administrator at several institutions, including Wright State University and Prince George Community College. Chappelle has a stepmother and a stepbrother. Chappelle grew up in Silver Spring, Maryland, and attended Wooden Elementary School. His parents were politically active, and the family house visitors include Craig Sagan and Johnny Hartman. Hartman predicted Chappelle would be a comedian and around this time, Chappelle's comic, Chappelle's comic inspiration came from Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor. After his parents separated, Chappelle stayed in Washington with his mother while spending summers with his father in Ohio. In high school, he worked as an usher in Ford's Theater. In 1991, he graduated from Washington Duke Ellington School of the Arts, where he studied theater arts. Chappelle was featured in a montage of random people telling a joke in the first episode of ABC's America's Funniest People, airing on September 13, 1990. Chappelle moved to New York City to pursue a career as a comedian. He performed at Harlem's famed Apollo Theater in front of the infamous amateur night audience, but he was booed off stage. Chappelle described experience as the moment that gave him courage to continue his business aspirations. He quickly made a name for himself on the New York comedy circuit, even performing in the city's parks. 
In addition to the weekend stand-up gigs, he also honed his craft at Monday night open mic performances at places like the Boston Comedy Club on West 3rd Street as late as the summer of 1994. In 1992, he won critical and popular acclaim for his television appearance in uh, Russell Simmons' Deaf Comedy Jam on HBO. It was his appearance on the show that allowed his popularity to truly begin rising, eventually allowing him to become a regular guest on the late-night television shows such as Politically Incorrect, The Late Show with David Letterman, The Howard Stern Show, and The Late Night with Conan Bryant. Whoopi Goldberg, nicknamed of the kid at 19. He made his film debut as a chill in Mel Brooks' Robin Hood Men in Tights. He also appeared on Star Search three times, but lost to com competing comedian Lester Barry. Chappelle later joked about becoming more successful than Barry. The same year, Chappelle was offered the role of Benjamin Buffett, Bubba Blue, and Forrest Gump. Concerned the character was demeaning in the movie with Bomb, he would turn down the part. He parodied the film in 1997, Short World of Pork where a dim-witted black man is responsible for the Rodney King beating, the L.A. riots and O.J. Simpson being accused of murder. Chappelle played another supporting role in the early Doug Lyman film, Getting In, in 1994 at age 19. He was the opening act for R&B soul singer Aretha Franklin. Chappelle attracted the attention of TV network executives and developed nucleus pilots, the number picked up for development into a series. In 1995, he made a guest appearance on an episode of ABC's popular sitcom, Home Improvement. Storyline has Chappelle and real-life friend comedian Jim Burrow asked Tim Taylor and girlfriends. The character Seymour Howling in the episode proved so popular that ABC decided to give them their own spin-off sitcom titled Buddies. However, as a taping of pilot episode, Burr was finally replaced by actor Christopher Gardner. Buddies premiered in March 1996 to the disappointing ratings the show was canceled after only five episodes out of the 13 that had been produced. Failure of Buddies, Chappelle starred in another pilot. According to Chappelle, the network was uncomfortable with the African-American cast and wanted white actors instead. Chappelle resisted and suddenly accused the network of racism. Shortly after, Chappelle's father died, and after returning to Ohio, he considered leaving the entertainment business. He later appeared as a stand-up insult comic who targets patrons in a nightclub in the 1996 comedy The Nutty Professor starring Eddie Murphy, one of his major comic influences. He had a minor role in 1997's Con Air. At the beginning of 1998, he did a stand-up performance for HBO Comedy Half Hour. The same year, he appeared in Pirates and Penn's Loss, an episode of the Larry Sanders show, Sixth Season, in which he and the executives of the show's unnamed television network satirized the treatment the script writers and the show creators were subjected to. It was the executives' knee-jerk tendencies towards racial stereotypes. Neil and he and Neil Brennan co-wrote the 1998 Cold Stone film, Half Bay. Chappelle first star and wrote about a group of men who were smoking friends trying to get their other friend out of jail. It made money at the box office and remains a classic stoner film. 
The genre that includes the Cheech and Chong films is more as recent fare like Judd Apatow's Pineapple Express. In December 1998, Chappelle appeared in Tom Hanks' character friend Confidant in You Got Mail. In 1999, he appeared in Martin Lawrence's film Boom Street. In 2000, Chappelle recorded his first long hour HBO special Day Chappelle Killing Him Softly in Washington, D.C. He also starred alongside Norm MacDonald in the 2000 comedy film Screw. He followed this up with an appearance as Conspiracy Brother in the 2002 racial satire Undercover Brother. In 1993, Chappelle debuted his own weekly sketch comedy show on Comedy Central called Comedy. Chappelle Show. The show parody many aspects of American culture, including racial stereotypes, politics, and pop culture. Along with comedy sketches, the show also featured musical performances by mostly hip-hop soul artists. He promoted the work of other black comedians as well, most notably to Paul Mooney and Charlie Murphy. Due to the show's popularity, Comedy Central's new parent company, Viacom, Reported offered Chappelle 55 million contract, giving Chappelle a share of the DVD sales to continue production of Chappelle's show for two more years while allowing him to do side process. Chappelle has said that sketches are not his favorite form of comedy, and the, the show's format was similar to short films. In June 2004, based on the popularity of Rick James' sketch, it was announced that Chappelle was in talks to portray James in a biopic for Paramount Pictures, also owned by Viacom. James has stayed disagreed with the pro's comical tone of the film and put the halt to the talks. In June 2004, stand-up performances in Sacramento, California, Chappelle walked up the stage after berating his audience with constantly silent. I am Rick James, which I even become a catchphrase for his popular Rick James sketch. After a few minutes, Chappelle returned and resumed by saying, the show is ruining my life. He said that he disliked working 20 hours a day, and the popularity of the show was making him difficult to continue his stand-up career, which was the most important thing to him, he told the audience. You know why they say my show is good? Because the network official says you're not smart enough to get what I'm doing. And every day I fight for you. And I tell you how smart you are. Turns out I was wrong. You people are stupid. Season three was scheduled to begin airing May 31st, 2005, but early in May, Chappelle stunned fans in the entertainment industry when he abruptly left during production and took a trip to South Africa. Chappelle said that he was unhappy with the direction that the show had taken and expressed in an interview with Time his need for reflection in the face of tremendous stress. Coming here, I don't have the distractions of fame. It quiets the ego down. I'm interested in the kind of person I have got to become. I want to become well-rounded in the industry and place full of extremes. I want to be well-balanced. I've got to check my intentions. Immediately following Dave Chappelle's departure, tabloids speculated that Chappelle's exit was driven by a drug addiction or a mental problem, rather than the ethical and professional concerns that Chappelle had articulated. Chappelle's decision to quit the show meant walking away from his $50 million contract with Comedy Central. 
Forming a riff with longtime collaborator Neil Brennan. Show still plays in syndications on several networks, despite relatively small number of episodes compared to most American syndicated television. Chappelle's abrupt departure from the show continues to be a focus on interviews and profiles on Chappelle and Chappelle's own comedy. In Bird Revelation, Chappelle throw an ideology between his departure, the book Pen, and the memoir of Iceberg Slim. Chappelle was the star and the producer of Michael Gordy's directed documentary, Dave Chappelle's Block Party, which chronicles his hosting a free concert in Clinton Hill neighborhood of Brooklyn on September 18, 2004. Several musical artists, including Kanye West, The Roots, Erica Badu, Most Step, Dead Press, and Jill Scott, are featured in a movie, both performing concert and conversation offstage. Chappelle brought Yellow Springs residents to Brooklyn at his own expense. Another highlight of the event was temporary reunion of 1990s hip-hop group, The Fugees. Chappelle toured several cities in February and March 2006 to promote the film under the name Black Party All-Stars featuring Dave Chappelle. Universal's Pictures Genre Division Road Pictures released the film in the U.S. on March 3, 2006. It was a success, grossing a total $11.7 million on $3 million budget. In June 2005, Chappelle performed impromptu stand-up shows in Los Angeles that went on tour that began in Newport, Kentucky, not far from his Ohio home. On May 11, 2006, Dave made a prearranged, requirely marketed surprise appearance on the Townsend's University annual Tiger Fest celebration. He made another appearance on HBO's Death Poetry, where he performed two poems titled Fuck and Ashton Kutcher, and how do I get a lead on Jeopardy? In an interview with Oprah Winfrey that aired on February 3rd, 2006, Chappelle expressed his reasons for quitting Chappelle's show. He also expressed his contempt for the entertainment industry tone deafness regarding black entertainers and artists. When I see them put every black man in the movies and address at some point in their career, I start connecting the dots. Chappelle was interviewed for Inside the Actors Studio December 18, 2005 at Pace University's Michael Schumann Center for the Arts. The show premiered on February 12, 2006. Four days earlier, he had introduced the musical tribute by Stone in the 48th Annual Grammy Awards. Chappelle said on the Inside the Actors Studio that the death of his father seven years prior influenced his decision to go to South Africa. By throwing himself into his work, he has not taken a chance to mourn his father's death. He's also said that the rumors that he was in drug and psychiatric treatment only persuaded him to stay in South Africa, he said. I would go to work on the show and I felt awful every day. That's not the way it was. It felt like some kind of prostitute or something. I felt so bad. Why keep showing up to this place? I'm going to Africa. The hardest thing to do is to be true to yourself, especially when everybody is watching. Chappelle said he felt some of his sketch was socially irresponsible. He singled out the Pixie sketch, and when Pixies appeared to people, and encouraged them to reinforce stereotypes of their races. In the sketch, Chappelle was wearing blackface and dressed as a character in a minstrel show. A 
According to Chappelle, a red crew member live during the film in his way made him uncomfortable, saying it was the first time I felt that someone was not laughing at me, but laughing, laughing with me, but laughing at me. During the time Chappelle did not rule returning to Chappelle's show to finish what we started, but promised that he will not return without charges to the production, such as a better working environment. He wanted to donate half of the DVD sales to charity. Chappelle expressed disdain at the possibility of material form for the unfinished third season of being here, saying that it will do so be a bully move and that he will not return to the show if Comedy Central will to air unfinished material. In July 9, 2006, Comedy Central aired the first episode of Chappelle's show, The Lost Episodes. After the DVD release, Chappelle was interviewed by Anderson Cooper on CNN and reached reiterated that he will not return to Chappelle's show. An uncensored DVD release of the episode was made available on July 25th. Chappelle has been known to make impromptu and unannounced appearances at comedy festivals. And continues to do so following his post Chappelle show, Return to Stand Up. In 2007, Chappelle set a stand up endurance record at the Laugh Factory Sunship Strip Comedy Club, beating Dane Cook's record of three hours and 50 minutes. In December of the same year, Chappelle broke his own record with a time of six hours and 12 minutes. Cook reclaimed the record in June, January 2008 with a time of seven hours. On 2009, Chappelle performed at the Laugh Factory again, where he speculated that he would take to break the record. However, according to Cobo, he was disqualified after he left the stage five hours into the routine. Chappelle again appeared on Inside the Actors Studio in his celebration of the show's 200 episode he interviewed the show's usual host, James Lumpton. The episode had aired on November 11, 2008, and he appeared again on the Actors Studio in 2013 for his 250th episode. February 2009, Chappelle did a four-hour set of the comedy strip live in New York. In August 2011, Chappelle appeared at Comedy Jam in San Francisco. In August 2013, Chappelle returned to full-time touring stand-up as a headliner. He was featured during the Oddball Comedy and Curiosity Festival, sponsored by Funny or Die. Chappelle called him out with comedy act Flight of the Concords. During the stop at Hartford, Chappelle walked off the stage due to heckling from a crowd that lasted throughout his entire performance. The heckling was so raucous that it crowned out Chappelle's voice over the PA system and included the chance of white power, a line used in Chappelle's show episode that was viewed as wildly inappropriate and out of context by other audience members who later wrote about the event. A few days later, Chappelle stopped in Chicago for a performance. 
Company website, companyhype.com, acquired and released audio of him on stage responding to the heckling. Chappelle referenced the Hartford incident, stating that young white alcoholics should be blamed for the prior incident, that he hoped North Korea would bomb Hartford, that in the future he will not start for Hartford for gas, and finally summarized his feelings of the situation, saying, fuck Hartford. However, in August 2014, Chappelle returned to Hartford for a surprise appearance at the 2014 Oddball Festival and received multiple standing ovations during his set. In June 2014, Chappelle made his first New York City appearance in 11 years, performing 10 nights at Radio City Music Hall. Chappelle promoted the dates by appearing on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon in Late Show with David Letterman. 2015, Chappelle appeared in his Spike Lee film, Chirac. It was his first role in 13 years. In November 12, 2016, Chappelle made his hosting debut on Saturday Night Live on the weekend of Donald Trump winning the 2006 presidential election. The show featured a tribe called Quest as the musical guest. In the opening monologue, Chappelle tackled Trump in the election head-on. He ended his monologue by saying, I'm wishing Donald Trump luck, and I hope I'm giving him a chance. But we, the historically disenfranchised, demand that he gave us one, too. His performance in SNL received widespread acclaim from critics and audience alike. In his 69 Primetime Emmy Awards, he received an Emmy Award for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Comedy Series for his appearance. He donated the Emmy to his former high school while filming an episode of Jerry Seinfeld's Netflix series, Comedian Cars, Getting Coffee. Season 10, Episode 2, Nobody Says, I Wish I Had a Camp. On November 21st, 2016, Netflix announced that they would be releasing three new stand-up comedy specials for Chappelle in 2017, with Chappelle being paid $20 million per special. First two specials were released on Netflix March 21st, 2017, and held directly personal comedy ball, Deep in the Heart of Testis, which was filmed in Austin Comedy in April 2015. The Age of Spin was filmed at the Hollywood Pyridium in March 2016. Specials marked the comedian's first concert specials and released in 12 years, and proved that the immediate success of Announce a month later that they was the most viewed comedy specials in Netflix history. The third special, Equanimy, uh, was filmed in two, September 2017 at the Warner Theater in Washington, D.C., and then on November 20, 2017. Chappelle filmed the fourth special, The Rare Revelation, at the Comedy Store in Los Angeles on December 22, 2017. Netflix announced the expansion of the deal to include Bird Revelation was released in Equanimy on December 31st. In January 2018, at the 16th Annual Grammy Awards, Chappelle received a Grammy Award for Best Comedy Album for his first 2017 specials, The Age of Spin and The Deep in the Heart of Texas. September 2018, Chappelle's Equanimity Special renewed an Emmy Award for Outstanding Variety Special. In October 2018, Chappelle returned to the big screen as Noodles, Jackson Maine's best friend, a retired musician and 
Bradley Cooper's directorial debut, a remake of Star is Born. The film was a massive critical and commercial success. He was nominated along with the Crash Screen Actors Guild Award for Best Crash in the Motion Picture. In 2018, Chappelle and John Stewart joined forces in a dual comedy tour in the United States and across the United Kingdom. He has also collaborated with Inez RCs for three stand-up shows in Austin, Texas, and Paramount Theater. In February 2019, Chappelle was nominated for the one, the Grammy Award for Best Comedy Album for Equanimity and Bird Revelation. In 2019, Chappelle was chosen to receive the annual Mark Twain Prize for American Humor, presented by the, Com the Kennedy Center. President of the Kennedy Center, Deborah Rudder, said Dave is the embodiment of Mark Twain's observation that against the assault of humor, nothing can stand. And for three decades, Dave has challenged us to see the hot button issues from his entire original yet relatable experience. The set of honoring people, Chappelle included John Stewart, Bradley Cooper, Morgan Freeman, Warren Michaels, Tiffany Haddish, Inez Arziz, Sarah Silverman, Neil Brennan, Q-Tip, Most Def, John Lindgren, Friedrich Yannick, Erica Badu, Common, and Saturday Night Live. Cast members of Keenan Thompson, Michael Che, and Colin Joss, as well as Eddie Murphy. The prize was awarded at the Kennedy Center Gala on October 27, 2019. The ceremony was broadcast on PBS January 7, 2020. The mayor of the District of Columbia, Miriam Browser, declared on the day of the award ceremony, Day Chappelle Day in Washington, D.C. On August 26, 2019, Chappelle's fifth Netflix special, Dave Chappelle's Sixth and Songs, is released. The special garnered controversy received an average score of 5.70 by Rotten Tomatoes critics. Receiving the backlash with jokes about abuse allegations, singers Michael Jackson and R. Kelly, as well as jokes about the LBGTQ community and about cancel culture. However, it received overwhelming praise for audiences with a 99% proven radio on Rotten Tomatoes. In 2026, and Stones won the Grammy Award for Best Comedy Album. On June 12, 2020, Netflix released 846, a 27-minute and 20-second video of the newly recorded stand-up by Chappelle on a YouTube channel. Netflix is a joke. The private event was held outdoors on June 6, 2020 in Yellow Springs, Ohio, where audience members preferred social distancing rules and wore masks to prevent the spread of COVID-19. The stand-up was entitled 846 in reference to the 840 on the neck of George Floyd, a black man killing him. Chappelle touches on Floyd's death and subsequent protests and takes aim at Don Women, Laura Ingram, and Candace Owens. Spending on the concept of the socially distanced comedy presentation, beginning with the parent performances in June 2020 and officially kicking off with a 4th of July celebration, Chappelle and Friends hosting what became known as Chappelle's Summer Camp, which worldwide performances to a mass socially distanced audience around Pelican and Yellow Springs. Ohio, these shows feature regular performances from comedians Michelle Wolf, Muhammad Anger, and Donnell Rollins as well as Chappelle tour DJ, DJ Drama, a frequent social guest, including 
John Stewart, Chris Rock, Louis C.K., Sarah Silverman, David Letterman, Bill Burr, Michael Che, Brian Reagan, Chris Tucker, Kevin Hart, Ali Wong, Trevor Noah, Tiffany Haddish, with musical guests John Mayer in common, and many others. After several shows in July, some issues arose from the neighbors' complaints of the noise, disturbances, local zoning officials granted a special variance, allowing the performance to continue through October 4th, 2020. The Chappelle Summer Camp series of shows ended suddenly September 25th, 2020, when Elaine Chappelle announced in a post Facebook fan group that there had been a possible COVID-19 exposure in their inner circle, and all performances were canceled. It was announced that Chicago would return to host Saturday Night Live the weekend of 2020 United States presidential election, giving yet another post-election monologue. Due to the circumstances of the voting during COVID-19 pandemic, the results were delayed and announced earlier that Saturday in response to Joe Biden defeating Donald Trump. Chappelle offered jokes ringing from Trump's handling of the pandemic to his whistle legacy and the political future of the United States in his 16-minute opening monologue. Everyone knows how that feels, but here's the difference between me and you. You guys hate each other for that. I don't hate everybody. I just hate the feeling. That's what I fight through. That's what I suggest you fight through. You find a way to live your life. You've got to find a way to forgive each other. You've got to find a way to find joy in your existence in spite of feelings. Critics and audience pray the monologue is described as scathing, illuminating, and powerful. Chappelle joined Fuel Fighters on stage in Madison Square Garden to sing a cover of Radiohead's Creed. On October 5th, 2021, Chappelle starred in the sixth and final Netflix special, The Closer. The special was met with controversies over a joke about the baby's legal troubles and squabble over his comments in the LBGTQ community. Chappelle stated, in our country, you can't shoot and kill a nigga, but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. In his interview with Inside the Actors Studio host James Lipton, he said that his biggest influences in comedy are Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Muppets, Rock, Paul Mooney, and Love Blank. You know who's a big influence really weird is Bugs Money. That's just weird. If you watch a lot of the stuff I do, you can almost see the influence in it. Because these animators will animate these performances that were off the hook. And the guy that did the voices was Mel Blank. This guy was some kind of savior or genius or something, but they had some real big comedian influence on me. Like, I like those films, and I think that was my first big comedy influence was a rapper. What a president, he said, not just as a comic, but a dude. The fact that someone was able to open themselves wide open like that. It's hard to talk in front of people or open yourself to your closest end. To open yourself up to everybody, I freebase, I beat women, I shot my car, and nobody's mad at Richard for that. They understand. Somehow they understand. And while I was going through that thing this year, that is the example of the thing to myself that gave me the courage just to get back on stage.
Yeah, so you talk about how Bugs Bunny and Richard Pryor was his biggest influence. That's funny. Yeah, so that's basically Dave Chappelle's life and Dave Chappelle's career. And I saw The Closer, and The Closer was a very phenomenal special. There's a lot of people who are outraged because of that special, especially from the Black Justice Coalition. And I find the Black Justice Coalition, the head of the Black Justice Coalition, to be a little hypocritical. And before I get to the head of Black Justice Coalition, what I'm going to do is I'm going to compare the Dave Chappelle special to Cuties. Cuties was a movie. Uh, I mean, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read the Wikipedia article for Cuties. Again, sorry for the light. I'm trying to keep my head. All right. for cuties here. Cuties in French, Migonos. I'm sorry if, if you're from France and I'm pronouncing the name wrong, excuse me. I shouldn't feel bad because I actually got high grades in my French class in high school. I completely blocked my head out from French. I need to get back on my French. Cuties is a 2020 French coming of age drama for film written and directed by Malanura de Huerta. In the feature directing debut, the film stars Fatisha Youssef, Medina Al Azoni, Esther Gujaro, and Nelly Kamangunas, and Romana Goulet. The plot revolves around Amy, a Senegalese French girl with a traditional Muslim upbringing, who's caught in between the traditional values and internet culture when she turns a turkey dance. The filmmakers claimed that it was intended to critique the hypersexualization of playing adults and girls. The girl wrote the script using inspirations from the inappropriate talent show she happened to walk across today, as well as her experience as a Senegalese French person. Casting took six months and principal photography took three months. With a psychological assisting the child's actresses to rub. The film premiered and the World Cinema Dramatic Competition of the 2020 Sundance Film Festival on June 23rd, where Duclair won the directing award. Later, Youssef won the Caesar Award for Most Promising Actress. It was released in France in 19, uh, August 19, 2020, by the BAC Film and internationally on September 9, 2020. While receiving generally positive reviews from critics and his efficient acting, Cuties became the subject of controversy, starting from Nexus's initial promotional poster, which was widely considered inappropriate. 
The film received overwhelming criticism following its release on Netflix and cases of review bombs and subscription cancelization surge. Properized by the hashtag cancel Netflix, Netflix has defended the film. Yeah, so I'm going to compare uh, Dave Chappelle's show, The Closer, and I'm going to compare it to um, Cuties, right? So uh, the LBGTQ community, certain members are angry. They felt that uh, Dave Chappelle's jokes was very sensitive. I understand that point. The transgender community has a high suicide rate. However, the people who are outraging, who are causing outrage against Dave Chappelle, they're a little suspect. They might be, they have defended a predator. Um, the head of the Black Justice Coalition, I'm going to pull out his name right now. I'm going to read an article from allhiphop.com. National Black Justice Coalition calls for the Netflix removal of Dave Chappelle's The Closer. The Black LBGTQ organization includes as the comic perpetuating transphobia. Legendary comedian Dave Chappelle returned this week with his latest Netflix comedy special once again. Chappelle, the closer, caused a lot of commotions about the jokes he made about the LBGTQ community on the show. The National Black Justice Coalition is one of the LBGTQ organizations that took issue with what Dave Chappelle had to say in his stand-up routine. According to Deadline, the NBJC is calling on Netflix to remove the closer from its platform. Dave Johns, the executive director, 
of the National Black Justice Coalition stated, it is deeply disappointing that Netflix allowed Dave Chappelle's lazy and hostile transphobia and homophobia to air on its platform, with the 2021 on track to be the deadliest year on record for transgender people in the United States. The majority of them are black transgender people. Netflix should know better. Perpetuating transphobia perpetuates violence. Netflix should immediately pull the closer from this platform directly apologize to the transgender community. Make no mistake, black LBGTQ plus and same gender people exist and always have existed. The fight against oppression is not a zero-sum game, and the pervasiveness of white supremacy in the United States is not an excuse for homophobia or transphobia. Dave Chappelle stated his comedic thoughts in the LBGTQ community out the closer. 48-year-old Washington native even referred himself as a TERF, which is also considered a term to describe anti-trans activists. The closer also included Dave Chappelle discussing his late friend Daphne Doman. The transgender comedian apparently took her own life after dealing with online criticism for backing Chappelle against previous accusation he was transphobic. Chappelle ended the closer by telling the LBGT LGBTQ community. I am not telling another joke about you until we both show that we're laughing together. All I ask for your community before humanity, would you please stop punching down on my people? That's what he says. I want to get what's the director's name? David Johns. Find out about David Johns. Type of David John's Breakfast Club. Yeah, so David Jones was in an interview with uh, the Breakfast Club on September 11, 2019, and he actually was defending um, Malik Yoba. Now, Malik Yoba was accused by a transgender activist in New York City of sexual molestation. Apparently, he used to go to the meatpacking district, and he used to 
to fool around with underage transgender girls. This is allegedly. On The Breakfast Club, you have David John on an interview, and you're defending an alleged predator. So this is the question I have to ask, and you can uh, comment on the comment section below. Why is it that David Johns, the head of the Black Justice Coalition, is defending an alleged predator for sexually molesting a Hispanic transgender girl in the meatpacking district of New York City, but he's so outraged at Dave Chappelle doing a couple of jokes? A lot of these people that is criticizing Dave Chappelle may be protecting predators themselves. You know, people in Hollywood can't be trusted. All right, so thank you for listening to my podcast. This is Black Wall Street Chronicles. I'm Jeffrey Frazier, and I'm signing off.